following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. Here we are, Thursday. Players Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. Barry Church. Which one? Looking good. Oh, I appreciate it. Looking good. The one dressed up. The one dressed up with a tie. Suited well. and booted. Mm-hmm. Barry Church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Beautiful <laughs> Danny. Beautiful Danny McCray, the, the survivor. Long hair don't care, man. Just Long hair don't care. Just a sweater. I know, man. Listen, you ball guys have an advantage. I don't know what it is, all right? I don't know what it is. Easy maintenance, man. The money, the money goes to the ball guys. <laughs> Y'all got the suits on. It's because of Jeff Bezos, man. Huh? You know, he, he shared his thing yeah. off. Oh, so, Bezos. you know, it just, oh, okay. it just trickles down here. Oh, I just got a couple pennies from that. Oh, it wasn't man. Michael Jordan? It wasn't Michael Jordan. He didn't get y'all right. <laughs> MJ didn't get y'all right. LL Cool J. You didn't know LL Cool J was bald until when? <laughs> Maybe maybe ninety eight. Yeah. <laughs> I thought LL Cool J had waves under there. Man, under that hat, man. Well, it was it was about ninety degrees. He's still with that that little skull cap on. He stayed. I'm like, hold on. Then I seen Deep Sea Blue or Deep Blue or something like that. And I was like, hold on. This brother was bald the whole time. Man. He, he tricked us. He, he tricked got us. us. He got. Whoop! They got us. Come on out. Come no, on I, out. No, I knew that back in there. You knew that back in the day. Back in the UPN days, <laughs> UPN days, yeah. he had a show on UPN in okay. the house uh, with Alfonso yep, Rivera. Yep. And so he would have sports sports folks on there all the time. And so that was how I, I'd get over there and we got to meet him. I remember had Lennox Lewis up there one time. So that's how I got to meet him. He saw everything. But so. did he, did he had a hat on on the show, though. Um, but you know they would go through changes. Yeah, but I'm saying, but, but so yeah, you, on the show, you only knew it because of the. Uh, but we knew it would do through, yeah, through yeah, takes, yeah, yeah and everything yeah, else. Yeah. But, but by the way, great guy. Yeah, just a good, just a good dude, who. And I'll admit, you know, for me, that was a fanboy type thing. It's, I grew up on LL. I can man. understand. I remember LL first came out, man. The whole album, you know, I mean, it's like just get to hang out with LL Cool J. And great guy, man. Just, just you know. I mean, I don't know, man. Listen, all I know is he 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 stole off on Jamie Foxx on Willie Beeman. Okay, one of the best scenes ever. <laughs> that was one of the best scenes. Stole off on my guy. Broom, broom, broom. Do you hear? Do you hear? It was for real. They say yeah, they always stole him for real. So yeah, good guy, he's a good guy, good guy, like <laughs> in character. <laughs> hey, Jamie, Jamie was joking with the wrong one. You know, Jamie be joking out there. Hey, <laughs> he ain't have none of that. Jamie Fox was Antonio Brown. Jamie <laughs> 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 Fox on, on any given Sunday was Antonio Brown of 20, 20, 2018. Because Antonio Brown started going down here when he did the live uh, in oh, the locker room. playoff game or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Jamie Foxx, he used to call the UPN studio too. Mm. I'll tell you about that during the break. Oh, oh, oh! oh. The, the, the young lady he was hollering at back oh. then, like, "Who's singing to you on? Somebody singing to you on the phone?" Yes, oh, it wasn't fancy. Mm. Yes, it was, way, it was way before the album came I out. I thought it was fancy. Way before the album came out. All right, 49ers, Cowboys, Sunday. Man, I'm nervous. You and me both. You ain't the only one, okay, man. Okay, You okay. ain't the only I'm, I'm, one. I'm nervous, man. Uh, Cowboys are favored in this one. What's the spread on that thing? Uh, I just had it up here. Three. Three. Uh-huh. Still three. Okay. Which is what you get. You're yeah. a home team. You get three. Yeah. Which makes you more nervous. Well, will it be a home game? Hmm. Because we saw how they ran up in here last time, put a red C up in there. Let me tell you something. This will be a home game. You heard what they said. 
It's a whiteout. Yes, this is going to be a home game. Okay, we sure? Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to make that bet. Bronco fans came all out. Okay, hey, look, I, I, this I, ain't the same. Okay, I hope so. Because the Broncos so. were a lowly team. People weren't really expecting that performance that we put out there uh, to happen. So it was like, yes, I, this, if I'm okay. going to miss a game, it's probably going to be the Broncos game. <laughs> They ain't, they, they, they ain't missing this. This rivalry we go back <laughs> yeah. years and decades. Okay. So yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna they be packed out. This. Okay. Hopefully it's a whiteout though. I hope so because when I look at this matchup, for me, this is about who wins up front, man. It's all in the trenches. This who wins up front for me? Can you? Because because you talked the other day. Hey man, go out to Josh Norman. Well, if Joey Bosa's getting home, if Eric Armstead's getting home, it doesn't matter what. what and Josh Norman ain't even. Right. I thought he was starting. The man was just—he ain't getting no reps on the on the defense. He getting some so, special teams reps in there, so hey, I don't know who we gonna go at. So, so, so the secondary won't matter. Yeah. If you know, if Connor Williams is not getting his blocks, if, mm-hmm. if LC's not getting his blocks, if you if you first and fifteen or you know, second and twenty, I mean, that, that I'm worried about. Can you guys up front get this done? Because let's be honest, this offensive line is living off the reputation of what they were. 2016, 2017. Yeah. yeah. Three, four years ago. You talk. I mean, JG had him running the ball. We were running powers, running traps. We was confusing them. Look kind of like that Shanahan type of, we're going to run it, and we gonna, you know we're going to run it, and you're going to have to stop it, and you can't stop it. I mean, that that that's how it was. Like, we were really mauling guys off the line of skirmish. And then our fans protection was also great. But yep. we also had Travis Frederick. <laughs> who, <laughs> like we, who was like a quarterback. I mean, he was <laughs> – so, he was legit at the center position. You had a younger Tyrant Smith, a younger LC. I mean, so you had some younger a healthy, guys. Healthy Tyrant Smith. Mm-hmm. Okay. A healthy that, LC. All right. All right. Health. So, yeah. so what you used to have. So that to me is a concern. And then on the other side, when we talk about the defensive line here. Can you stop the run? You, you know what's coming. It's coming. That's their, that's their bread and butter. And I think the guy's name was Elijah Mitchell. Was, Elijah was their Mitchell. guy, six-round pick. This is a guy who – he might not be flashy, and he may not give you all the cuts, and you know he can make things happen in space and all that stuff. But in 11 games, this guy almost rushed for a thousand yards. I think he has eight touchdowns and almost a thousand yards in only 11 games. So you know their offensive line is moving people out there. And what it's going to come down to, you're completely right, Nui, is the trenches. How can we move that line of scrimmage backwards? Because if we let Taren, or Trent Williams and those guys exhort their will on us and push us back and get this guy Elijah Mitchell rolling, it's going to be an extremely long afternoon. And Jimmy Garoppolo may only throw the ball 12 times. If that happens, it's going to be a struggle for the Dallas defense. Yeah, listen, I, 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 listen, I believe that it's in the trenches because, like you said, you have to be able to control that line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. But me, I'm more worried literally about the edges – and the, the the ability for our linebackers to read their keys and, mm. and really follow their assignments, right? Because if you watch the uh, San Francisco 49ers, a lot of their runs are on the edge. Yeah. I've seen – I'm watching highlights. I see George Kittle taking a handoff on a speed sweep right around the edge. I see the right edge. Like, literally, you're seeing 20- and 30-yard games with guys being able to capture the edge, mm-hmm. and then after that, you got nothing. If you're not able to secure that edge, and we've seen that – be a weakness for us at some points where it's like, what's up with the edges? Yep. Like, why are we why are we allowing guys to get out on the right, get out on the left, to where now we got a pursuit and you see Michael Parsons making the tackle 15 yards down the field? So I think that I'm more worried about that part of it. So Randy Gregory mm-hmm. and uh, Tank Lawrence, 
that's who I'm, I'm I'm looking for as being the keys to stopping that type of run game to where you, you, you're pushing it up inside to Neville Gallimore and allow Michael Parsons to come downhill and Leighton Vanderers to come downhill. Because we know we know what this 49ers team and Kyle Shanahan does. They like to play with your eyes. They like to play with, with your keys and, and what you're focusing on. And what Marinelli used to say back in the day is, you see a lot, you see a little. You see a little, you see mm-hmm. a lot. And so what these that, that means is basically what these linebackers are going to have to do is they're going to have to focus on individually their task. If, you, if you're watching all these fly sweep motions and you're watching guys pull here and there, it's going to distract you. You're going to see a lot and you're going to end up missing your keys and end up probably missing the block and they're going to end up you know, springing a long run. So what they're going to have to do, and what this is going to be hard for Michael Parsons because he's a rookie. Right. He's a rookie. So As good as he is. As good as he is, <laughs> he's still a rookie. And when you get to playing with guys' keys and doing counters and using their aggressiveness against them, it can be a detriment to this defense. So – Linebackers that second level in that front four, they're going to have to make sure they don't get back to our linebackers, and our linebackers are going to have to make sure they focus on their keys because their eyes are going to be playing tricks on them a lot for this game. Keep them in the box, man. Randy, Tank, keep them in the box, man. Help Micah, help uh, Vanderish out. Let uh, let your superstar, Neville Gallimore, yep. get in there. Carlos Walk. Let those dudes do their work by not having to turn and run to the sideline because we, we haven't been able to capture the edge. I think that is a key to us getting to third down by by forcing them to run it up in the middle, run powers, run this, and show some of that athletic ability me, against uh, for Michael Parsons and uh, Leighton Vanderish. Well, let me ask y'all both this question. Do you feel like Kyle Shanahan in this offense is going to use that aggressiveness, use that speed against the Cowboys? Like, Can you see them using a lot of play action or boots or things like that to get Jimmy Garoppolo out of the pocket and try to make them attack the defense that way? Oh, no. I, I don't see them using that for Jimmy Garoppolo. I see them using that for their run game. Okay. I, I see them using a lot of uh, shifts and motions, right? Mm-hmm. Start off strong right, tight end on the right side with a wing maybe, and then shift that over to the left, <laughs> get everybody trying to communicate and figure out what, maybe it's a jet sweep. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, it's just a running back toss. It's just a Simple play, simple. but they did all that window dressing before that made you make sure that you're on your assignments and now you're thinking. Mm-hmm. And then the ball snaps, and you're like, Man, where, where am I going? Oh, my eyes are going to the speed sweep. Man, it's a toss left. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you see it happen all the time, but mm-hmm. it's but that's the type of creativity that that offense has. It's not anything crazy once the ball is snapped, it's them confusing you before you even get to the get to that point. They won't run the ball, and, and, and I like what you said there. They're going to run it different ways, but they're going to mm-hmm. run the football. Uh, the last game against the Rams, they had to win. 33 passes to 31 rushes. And that, that, that scares me because I'm thinking their only way they can win games is they got to rush the ball heavily. They just, no, Jimmy, he, he came back now. They was down 17. <laughs> and I'm like, if, he, so, if he's on point as well as their rushing attack is on point, so it's going to be a tough outing. And once again, if you're running the ball and you got to sit up here and worry about that run, it's going to help you. Now, what Jimmy Garoppolo is smart enough to do, hey, man, just get the ball out quick to Debo. Go, he gonna go do the work. Mm-hmm. Get the ball out of Brandon I. You let them go do the work here. So Ain't that does something. Ain't that something? <laughs> Getting your get playmakers the, the ball. Getting your playmakers the ball. Huh? <laughs> Ain't that something? Right? It's, it, with every other team in the league, you are going to hear stuff just like that. Can we do that on offense? We'll get to the offense, but can we do that on offense? Because that is a that is a simple way for us yeah. to win 
the game, to win Which, the down, to get uh, first down at the first down and extend these drives just by getting the ball in your playmaker's hand. C.D. Lamb, coming out of college, was known as that guy. Once you get the ball in his hand, he's like a running back. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen that be be a focal point of our offense for an extended period of time. It hasn't been, it hasn't been consistent enough. Debo Samuel, eight rushing touchdowns, six receiving touchdowns. <laughs> wait, wait. Got, <laughs> yes. Man, I got eight rushing I touchdowns. Bro, they line him up. At, no, we did it one time. We did it one time with C.D. Lamb. They do it consistently, and it works. And it worked when C.D. Lamb did it, 1,400 too. 1,400 yards receiving, eight touchdowns, six of them. That dude's a beast, yeah. man. Look, and they're giving I, him the ball. I mean, <laughs> I go back to South Carolina where Debo played and, and watched him. I mean, they just got the ball. They just got the guy to ball. Yeah. And while he's not the same, I thought it was a good comp that Dan Quinn tried to use. He's talking about Percy Harvin. Mm. And just the way, all right, how do we get Percy to ball and let it go? So, you know, you're going to be worrying about 19. But I'm telling you right now, you fall asleep with the run, worry so much about 19. Oh, by the way, there's Kittle. Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk, the possession yeah. guy. Run a double move. So there, there, there are things to worry about, but you must stop the run first. Kyle Shanahan is going to make this a game. That's why I'm nervous. <clears throat> He's going to make this a game. Your hope is that Dan Quinn has enough up here that he can remember in the conversations and what was going on in Atlanta that he can pull it out. Dan Quinn, to me, is going to be a very, 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 very essential part of this uh, football game because – the guy has an advantage that he knows. Now, we, the other we side. We ain't operating no hope, okay? We yeah, ain't yes, operating no hope. <laughs> we operating no hope on offense. Are you, I, I, don't, sold, I, don't, huh? I don't, no, no. I don't hope that Dan Quinn can remember and be ready mm-hmm. to take advantage of some stuff that he probably knows in the past. I don't hope. Oh, I got. Okay. I have the ultimate amount of faith in this dude that he's going to put these dudes in the right position to make these type of plays. You, well, okay. the hope. Uh, John Foss already told you. He, he out here hoping. So don't talk to me about it. Way <laughs> no, no. no hope. I'm talking. Fossil talk, already said hoping. Fossil and Dan Quinn ain't the same guy. That, how yeah, dare you? Very true. How very dare true. you? But ain't nobody ain't nobody asked Fossil for no uh, for no interview for no head coaching job. <laughs> Oh, don't you don't you put them two dudes in the same? Oh, I'm putting them together because no, no. it's one third. No, no. It's one third of the game. Jalen Smith is no longer here. See, this, this is what happens when you have a coach that says, hey, man, we're going to do what we got to do and make sure that we, we get our players John, ready because we created that competition. Hey, John Fossil ain't had nothing to do with that. John Fossil. Dan Quinn had to get an okay for Jalen Smith to be out of here, and he is. Because he was able to make those tough decisions, no matter what it, no matter what it cost him or his relationship, in order to know that this is what's going to make us a better defense. You know what happened? Leighton Vanderbilt's all. All of a sudden, became Leighton Vanderish. He found he found it. He found his role because there's, there's no more rotating between Leighton and Jalen Smith. So don't don't. Okay, okay. they're so not the same guy. They're not the same D- people. They're the same guy. DQ gonna go out there. He can drop a great game plan. And then Fossil run his boy out, out there. Shoo, going left. No, no. See, see, not, see, but now you're doing two things. We just talking about Dan Quinn and but we're his talking about ability. Hope, but you talked about hope. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> One coach is coming into this no, with hope. No, I, no. You said you said we hope that Dan Quinn. I said no. We sure. don't hope that Dan Quinn. You hoping that John Fossil? I'm, I'm matter, saying don't I don't. Up. I have faith in Dan Quinn. <laughs> He's gonna get it right. He's been he's been right for me all year, and I'm and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that. So I don't hope. I know that Dan Quinn is gonna bring his A game. Ooh-wee. I know that Dan Quinn is gonna bring his right. A game. I hope you're right, D Mac. Well, uh, this is good stuff. Look, let's take a break. Let's talk about the head coaches in this matchup: Shanahan, McCarthy, McCarthy never lost to Jerry World. See Keep hope alive. There you go. Hoping one more time. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, one yeah. more time. Barry Church, Daniel Craig, New East Crooks, and some players now. DallasCowboys.com radio. 
At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. <laughs> and if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem like me. Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Back to the Players' Lounge. You are in the Players' Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. Barry Church, Danny McCray, Newey Scruggs. Um, the ultimate experience for your Cowboy fan, well, you can help them get that. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life. Starting at just $20, join now and get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com United slash details and join today. Hey, 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 come on now. Come on. Hey, don't stop the pointing. Now he only ain't pointing no more. People love to see people love to see you point at the correct person. Very oh, turn. Hey man. Danny McCray. I'm trying to get new he's crying. It is. Let me award with it, new he's crying. Well, what you do? I just did. New he's crying. Bear. Barry, a very church. The original. <laughs> he don't even want to do it. He said he did a queen. He didn't look at you in your eyes. He didn't look up. Barry Church, there ain't nothing. It's all mental now, man. It's it all mental. Down. He read it all to my to my to my north, <laughs> Barry, to my east. I got Danny McCray, and then me right uh, here. The, and, 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 <laughs> you love to see it. Oh man, that's what happens when you work with players. They still think you in the locker room. We in the locker room right here. What the play loud. loud. We, we, we yeah. in the locker room. That's, that's, man, it, it used to get so much worse, man. <laughs> Cats used to come in that locker room, man, and get roasted for no reason. Just showing up, just I just showed 
Yeah. What, what I do? Man, no, they get you. Sweatpants you had on yesterday. Mm. <laughs> and it was worse back in the day. We had T Choice and all, and Tashar Choice and Hatcher and all them boys. Oh, 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 don't come in late and don't have time to take no shower before the meeting. They hit you. Oh, boy, you oh. ain't going to bathe. You just going to take that shower pill, huh? You go, man. Yeah, I ain't sitting next to you. you oh, he didn't bathe. Yeah, he, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't bathe. Oh, man. You remember the funniest moment, though. I still, I, to this day, I don't forget it. You was in there too when when Brady and Rob Ryan got oh, into yeah. it. <laughs> what you mean? This is my defense. Oh, no, that was that was. Look, it got to a point so Brady was going off on Rob because they were taking him out because Sean Lee was emerging as they were taking him out on third down. They were taking him out on third down. So Brady's getting mad. So you go in there and you trying to say that I can't do it. You trying, and Rob was like, at first he's like, no, nah, I'm not saying you know whatever. And then finally, I guess he realized he was in front. The of The whole room started. He was like, you better do something. He was like, hold on, yeah, this my defense. <laughs> <laughs> If y'all got a problem, yeah. y'all can go. Oh, yeah. like, oh, okay, all right, all right. Snap out of it, Rob. This is your moment. See, that's <laughs> what the moment. media will do, though. They were hyping Brady, was, man, reading all the clippings. Man, they trying to get me up out of mm-hmm. here, huh? The next thing you know, <laughs> this is my defense. The yeah, next thing you know, they got him on the body. They did, he, was, man. he was on Uncle Wade up there in Houston. They did. <laughs> in Houston. They got him up out of there, man. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. Hey, the, the locker room, the meeting rooms, all that, 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 is, that is one hell of a place, man. Yeah, now, is. did you guys have anybody who watched the, the, the locker room door to see what you were eating? Nah, nah. Now we eventually we had the the lady that had the red hair. She was a nutritionist. Yeah, nutritionist, she but, but for the first about four years, I'm like nobody. What you want? We wouldn't even go well, to the weight room. Yeah. <laughs> Boys out there <laughs> pencil <laughs> whipping. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. If you hear the time, I did. Bro, hey, listen, I did my whole hour workout. If I'm a rookie this time, 15 minutes, I'm a bottom. <laughs> had my so, best year. That's, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Jurassic. <laughs> Shout out to Joe Jurassic. Man. I was in shape. That was the best shape I've been in. That's the oh, best work. <laughs> I asked that question because that's what um, Rodney Harrison and Teddy Bruschi used to do. Is, you know, they watch what you eat. Oh, got McDonald's again, I see. Huh. So they oh, were they, just, they're they're trying to shame people. They, in right. They sat there right in the middle. They had, they had lockers right there and the Patriots like, and they would just wait for you to come in. And if you wasn't eating right, they were just getting on them. Just, just, and that's Rodney in general, man. I mean, Rodney in general is like, but I tell you this, it, it probably wasn't as serious as that. But if you was a guy who was getting fined for being overweight, Martellus and you Bennett. walked in there with McDonald's, they were they probably gonna tell you go put that down. But they are gonna make fun of you. <laughs> they gonna laugh you up out of there until you get until you get so mad. Oh yeah, that's, that's another five hundred for you. Because it was embarrassing. <laughs> we would come in there every Monday morning. It would be and they would and if you overweight, they would put your name up. <laughs> How much you owe? <laughs> Marty B would be over about four pounds every week. Two thousand dollars. Two thousand five hundred per pound. <laughs> Yep. Man, they would put it's you like on that, blast. Like, too. <laughs> People would be under their breath just crying. Yeah, like, that you, know, you know he ain't going to drop that phone next week. Boy, come in there with a Burger King sandwich. Bro, you know you're four pounds over. You know you just giving – you like giving your money back, huh? They would ride. I mean, it was it was funny, man. Good times. Good that, times. That's, you know, so today they call that fat shaming. Yeah, you, you can't, can't do, do it now. <laughs> if you're in the locker room, you can do it. You, yep. you know, it's different rules in that place. <laughs> Don't haze. No, no hazing. Mm, but, hey, mm, listen, mm. You, if you get fined every week, okay, your responsibility to the team is to be in whatever shape the uh, weight room coach said you should be in because mm-hmm. that's when you perform your okay. best, all right? So you come in and you're not. It's either I'm going to get on you to where it's like I'm like I'm being your dad or your overseer mm-hmm. or we're going to make a joke until we used to get so embarrassed about it. You're going to make sure that you don't come in overweight again. Yeah. We ain't calling you fat. We just saying you over your playing weight. Mm. Now, body shame and all that stuff, that's different for outside the world. But, <laughs> but 
But, you know, because it happens. But this is your – like, because your playing weight oftentimes is different than your walk-around weight, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're in the offseason, you could you could come in at whatever weight that probably was. But mm-hmm. when, when it's time to play and you and your ability to perform and stay healthy, that that's what that weight is for. Boys used to be so nervous. You, you would see cats walking into the weight room – with a, with a bathrobe on, because they had to get butt naked <laughs> to get on the scale. Like, like, no, you can't even put no shorts on. Nah, I need nah, that point. I need, I need that point, too. I, I need, need that. They hold their breath like it's going to make a difference. <laughs> so you look at that, like, so at the time we had Besh and uh and, uh, Kendall and uh and Wojcik was our straight. <laughs> they be, hey, Wojcik, man, just, it's just one pound over. Just <laughs> hook me up one time. Yeah, hook me up. Yeah, yeah all right. Like, hey, go, go to the bathroom and come back. And come back. <laughs> <laughs> go to the bathroom and come back. You stomach, do you have a stomach ache? And that's what happened to Felix Jones. Because he was overweight, and they was like, and he, so he didn't eat at all before the conditioning test. Oh yeah, and he was. I mean, then we got on there for the conditioning test, and he, he couldn't. He, yeah, he passed out. That. that was the end. Of, that was the end of Felix Jones that right there. Oh, 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 man. It's hard out here, man. Oh, it's hard. Oh, Felix Jones, man. Oh man, who has a coaching edge in this game, McCarthy or Shanahan? I'm let Jerry's go. <laughs> I'm all right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and say Kool Aid. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my man Kool Aid. I think he got a. A slight edge. You just call him man Kool Aid. No, church, church. Did, y'all was on the y'all was, we was on, on the Kool Aid. I was calling these Kool Aid. I was calling church. We was on the Kool Aid because you know, they was so. on the Kool Aid. No, I'm not calling Mike McCarthy Kool Aid. I, I was. was <laughs> no, <laughs> he tried to. St- no, I, no. The listen, man called him Kool Aid. For the record, I did not. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Not, nah, because he that, tried to do that to me last they year. Hit Andy Reid with that like his yeah. first year. Yeah. <laughs> we busting the door. Andy Reid be out there in all red. You know yeah, he busted after the game. They, yeah. they, they did a meme about him. He, he also busted. not my coach, but I know I did not call Andy Reid. I mean, oh, neither one of them. Kool Aid. Church was on the Kool Aid last year. With I was. Week, so. I was on the Kool Aid for sure, man. And now he got A plus. Kool Aid too, by the way. Oh, Nui A plus. Nui A plus. He trying to make up for that Kool Aid. I was bathing in it. <laughs> he still is. Still is. Oh, man. But back to the question, man. Who, who got the edge? Who got the edge? I'm saying McCarthy got slight edge. And the reason I say that, I know the, the players on the Dallas Cowboys, I think, are more talented than what they got in the 49ers. And if they play up to their potential, and I think they can, I think they can outmatch this 49ers team. Now, will it be easy? No, not at all. So, to me, I think he has the better team. And if he just kind of lets Dan Quinn and, you know, maybe Kellen Moore do their thing, then I think he has the advantage in this one. Oh, so that, this is why I'm going to say Shanahan then, because exactly what he don't, you said. He don't, need to, he don't need to stay out the way. Yeah. When the last time you heard somebody say <laughs> successful out, outside of when uh, Mike McCarthy's in Green Bay, hey, man, that Mike McCarthy offense? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just being real. Like, but when you, when you talk about the San Francisco 49ers, the first thing you say is that Shanahan offense, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to find a way to be creative and get stuff done. So that, that, that would be why I'm giving the edge. Now, our whole entire coaching staff, Mike McCarthy's coaching staff, <laughs> we have the edge mm-hmm. in, in, with our coaching staff with, with the Mike McCarthy who's been to the Super Bowl and won it. Kellen Moore up and rising. He's still figuring out. But Dan Quinn also has been to the, been Super, to the Bowl, Super Bowl, been on the Super Bowl team. So I think our coaching staff has the edge over uh, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I look at McCarthy, and he reminds me a lot of John Cal Perry, who's won a championship as a basketball coach in Kentucky. But many people are like, yeah, look at the players. And, you know, you okay, but mm-hmm. you just got a whole lot of talent. And McCarthy's won a Super Bowl, but most people are like, well, you had Aaron Rodgers. You know, you had Aaron Rodgers, you had a bunch of, you know, you had a, you know, Charles Woodson Hall of Fame, even though he broke his arm during that game. I I think outside of Doug Peterson, I don't think there's another coach right now in the game that has as little respect for winning a Super Bowl than Mike McCarthy. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was a long time ago, but you're right. I mean, the man had won a Super Bowl, and they and, and we're still talking about it. Look at the beginning of the season, what hey, we were talking hey. about. Kellen Moore, this is Kellen yeah. Moore's offense, boy genius. And nobody was really saying McCarthy had anything to do with that. Think of what Danny just talked about here. Danny just gave the edge to a guy who's been in two Super Bowls with double-digit leads in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Blew them both. And lost. And he's the reason they lost both of them. It is on Kyle Shanahan. Dan Quinn has a ring if Kyle Shanahan ain't out doing that. We're going to be aggressive. Fool, it's not about to be aggressive. Now it's about time to win the win game. Win the game. Yeah, win the game. But, they, I mean, just think of that. Guy who's won a ring, who, who used, I mean, what is he talking about, 72-some different players? I mean, they used a bunch of players that year. Yeah. I remember during the game when Charles Woodson went out, I was like, man, they're going to lose. Now Woodson hurt. I think Donald Driver got hurt in the game, too. Mm-hmm. But anyway. It's almost like, yeah, you know, it's just interesting. It's yeah. interesting. Like I said, and this is not a knock on him. He's doing whatever. He got He got a B-plus for me or a B? He gave you, you gave him a B. I gave him a B. Okay, so not, not a bad job, but I'm just saying, I, what, what I expected to see when Mike McCarthy got here was him and his offense. And then I, I had hoped last year that somehow he would take over the play calling, and he still has it. And then we go into this game, and you say, hey, man, the, this Shanahan team. <laughs> this is Shanahan team. Okay. So that that's just how people are saying it, and that kind of leads you to see that's what people think of the squads. Has, has Shanahan had that much success without Jimmy G, though? Yeah. If we yes. I'm talking about as a head coach. <sighs> like, is he is – he, I mean, he's had. I mean, he's has you know options because Jimmy G's been hurt, and I think his record is something like the six good. and something. Kyle is a fantastic. He's a fantastic. I'm just saying, like overall, fantastic man. play caller. Yeah, but, I mean, you Super Bowl, Jimmy G, but, about how many times your team is yeah. in position to win that thing. So you, it ain't. It, it's not like he has to have a great quarterback in order for him to be successful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he can. The the thing that scares us about the the Shanahan offense in the 49ers is that not because the quarterback's great. It's because of the offensive scheme and how creative you can be in the in the, the stuff mm-hmm. that, that they can present to our defense that can cause problems. Like that is that is what scares us about the 49ers, not the Jimmy Lee. Uh, yeah, Jimmy G. Now if Aaron Rodgers was in there, somebody in there, then you'd be you would give this game easily. If they had a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo, you'd be like, you know what? I'm I'm probably gonna pick the 49ers. And but you you got a better quarterback than Jimmy G. You're not ten and seven. You know, you're a better football team. Right. You're, you're a better football team. Yeah. Um he's really good. He's good. And uh it's going to be interesting. Now, this is where Mike McCarthy has to earn his dollars. This is why you were brought in here. You have a Super Bowl ring. Take the team further. Okay? All this talent that's been here now for a number of years, go take it further. Because right now, in my opinion, he hasn't completed the job. What you've done, Wade Phillips brought the Cowboys here. Uh, Jason Garrett brought the Cowboys here. Chan Gailey brought the Cowboys at this point. You need to go further. So is this one? I'm going to go ahead. You, you got to win this one and win another one. You got to win at least two of them. Yeah. Is this, so is this why, you know, Jerry is saying it's Super Bowl or bust? Because it ain't like we were injured. This is You got the whole crew back. The whole crew is back and healthy. You've had, I know we've been in a little bit of slump offensively, but at the season's end, I think we were, what, number one? Number one team in total yard offensively. You got a defense that did a complete 180 and is probably one of the you know top defenses in this playoff. So, to me, I'm starting to understand why Jerry's like, man, look, we, we got to get this thing done. Oh, so you think he meant it? What, that it was a Super Bowl bust? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Cause, cause I mean, don't, I mean <laughs> who don't think he means it? Like, means it, means it. I think he meant I, it. I think he just says this stuff all the time. Okay, and you guys weren't around. but and Be- <clears throat> Beam was around. Beam was around for this one. Producer Chris Beam. It was when 
Bruce Coslett was the offensive coordinator. And he had Frank Berducci as his offensive line coach. And Campo was a head coach. Mm-hmm. And he Damn. sat there and he said, this is the best coaching staff we've ever had. No, but Jerry is the ultimate optimist. Jerry will give you some hyperbole. Jerry is selling tickets. He's selling, you know, $20 margaritas. Jerry's out here selling. Yeah. So when Jerry says, you know, I expect to be super. Jerry said this kind of thing now for eons. He's always looking for the top. He's going to be the guy that he, he wants you to think that. That's just him being the optimist. So when I hear it, I'm just heard it before. But realistically, is is this the best team that they've had? I think he means in a, in a totally different way this time. Yeah, like I, I, th- I think he truly thinks this is the best team they've <laughs> yeah. had since their '90s squad. I think, yeah, he, I think he's comparing it. Like you said, he brought up the fact that we're healthy. It probably as healthy as we've been in a while mm-hmm. getting to this point versus other teams. I think he's seeing it in a totally different way. That's just this is how how I see it. You go through, you bring in Mike McCarthy, and and stuff happens last season that you didn't expect to happen, and you have to give a mulligan. Mm-hmm. Ain't no mulligans this year. All right, so whoever he talking to, if he means it or not, he talking to somebody. Okay, this team. In my opinion, I don't think this team is better than the team Wade had that was 13 and 3. It was the number one seed when Romo, Bobby Carpenter, and Witten all went to Cabo and then lost to the Giants, a team they beat by 10 and 12 points. That team was a heck of a football team. And in my opinion, that's the, last, that's the best team I've seen the Cowboys have in the last. Yeah. 20 I mean, years. if you're comparing those two squads, because they had what? They had Roy Williams, they had Pat Creighton, I think, was out there. Um, they had a great team. Yeah, like 13 <clears throat> Pro Bowls, man. Was a, yeah, was they was, a, was and defensively, of, they were, I'm talking about, they were stacked defensively. It was a really, really, really D-Ware, good football team. Spears man. and them boys. So, really so if he would have said he expected to go to the Super Bowl that year, I would have said he meant it. <laughs> and I think it's the same thing this year. <laughs> I think, you know? I said, yeah, if, you, if you're looking at it and you're looking at what's going on around the league, I think he's putting this all into perspective. And he's saying, this is, if there's any year to where I should feel really, really good about how far we can get in the playoffs, is this year. Okay. Yeah, and I put it on notice. And I don't think anybody's gonna get fired or anything like that. No. I just think no. it'll be an extreme disappointment. Oh, absolutely. If they're out, especially if they get yeah, ousted yeah. in this yeah, you're not, you're not gonna fire your coach for going nah, to the nah, NFC nah. Championship nah. and losing. You know, nah. but it's just let me just be disappointed. All right, let's take our last break. When we come back, what does Dak Prescott need to do in this football game? Hmm. Barry Church, yes. Danny McCray, Newey Scruggs, Players Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. <laughs> and if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem like me. Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. 
Sweetie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone. Even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back to the Players' Lounge. Cowboys Nation, head to the pro shop to step up your game for the playoffs. Score classics like jerseys, tees, hats, plus exclusive collections and unique accessories when you visit your local Dallas Cowboys pro shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com. A fanatics experience. Danny McCray. Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> What are we doing? Barry Church. <laughs> Barry Church. Appreciate you. Knew it. Knew it, Scruggs. Uh, by the way, Will McClay, Court Todd Archer signed an extension. So nice. he'll be here. Yes. They better not let him go. Dan Quinn next. <laughs> Dan uh, Quinn extension ooh. next. <laughs> ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. His boy's a hot commander. You see Dan man. Quinn on the yacht next week. <laughs> driving. They ain't, him go. <laughs> they ain't letting him get off. <laughs> Until the season starts. <laughs> Dan Quinn is gone. Yeah. Dan, Dan Quinn's gone. Yeah, I think it's inevitable. Dan Quinn's gone. Now it's about trying to keep Joey. Dick, you go. Yeah. Well, not right now. He's still here. Okay. He's still okay. here, and he's going to make this stuff happen against the 49. Okay, more coming back? The boy genius? He'll be back. He'll be back, too. Huh? Right. Okay. He'll be back. I don't know about that. He could be somebody's Nick Sirianni. He could be. He could also be back here. <laughs> he could also be back here. And, and Zeke getting 30, uh, 30 carries. <laughs> Zeke probably, man. Your, coordinator, your coordinators <laughs> next year will be Joe Witt and uh, Ben McAdoo. That's what, that's, no, okay. that's what I'm going with. Okay. I'm not making that. I ain't mad I'll at that. I'll make that bet against you, but it's not. It's not I ain't mad about I that. I think that's going to I think the Joe Witt one is a possibility, but. I think, yeah. Kelly. <sighs> okay, so. I think it's a possibility. But they they would have to do their due diligence for for guys who are available as well. Mm. If Dan Quinn is not here, again, this is a league that has hired Matt Lafleur, Zach Taylor, Nick Sirianni. He fits what they're hiring. The Brandon Staley kid out there in uh, L.A. Don't oh, get me started on that dude messing up Jay Herbert. Right? Oh yeah, I'm just saying. You know, this is my own. he fits it. He fits the bill, huh? He fits it. The the profile, what these owners are hiring right now. That guy fits it. Just saying. Look, I mean, he's already. Look how many people want to talk to him. So somebody's going to fall in love. It's wild to me how they're doing. No, they're putting more about, of an emphasis. Go I was ahead, talking about it. Joe Witt. <laughs> <laughs> you said we're going to be the new uh, defensive coordinator, and, I was, and y'all said Joe Witt. I said, oh, probably, but you just need to do your due diligence oh. to make sure oh, okay, with okay. the guys who are available. I, went, yeah, that's, I don't know. What I, I still think it's wild, though, that these organizations are, are putting more of an emphasis on, you know, this guy is an offensive genius, and he's all this and the third. But can he motivate men? Can he get those guys out there to perform at the top of their duties? Like, can he do that? And I – 
No disrespect, but I don't see that from Kellen Moore. Like, I was in the locker room with this guy, and I was a teammate of his for, what, two, three years. There's, like, you ain't, you ain't I'm <laughs> you not ain't looking at him like, there. yes, coach, I'm going to run through a wall for you. I got, I don't see that. You know, I, Zach Taylor? That's what I'm saying. It reminds me of that same type of just, who, who's, who are you going to motivate, man? Like, you're going to have the strength coordinator come in here and try to motivate the team before the game? Like You do, I, what, you do what Zach Taylor does. <laughs> Ride Joe Burrow's coat. Hey, Joe. Break him down, Joe. <laughs> uh, Joe, get him ready. Uh, that's, that's wild to me, man. Nah, Kill, Killing, I don't know. He, he gonna get some interviews and all that, all that good stuff. But I'm, my feeling is that he'll still be here next year. What does Dak Prescott need to do in this football game? What D Mac? What, 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 what number four need to do in order to get this team to the next level, man? Listen. Dak Prescott, okay, he does not need to do anything extravagant. I don't even care if Dak Prescott has one of those games where he's where he's 21 or 24, 200 yards, and three touchdowns. What he has to do is make sure that he capitalizes on red zone opportunities when we have opportunities to score touchdowns instead of field goals, and he controls the game, right? He has to be able to make sure the checks that he is making also coincides with how the game is going, not just this is what I see, so this is, like, this is what they're showing me, so I'm going to run the play that we want over in practice. Hey, man, it might be third and one or whatever, and the running play might be the best thing for us at that point. But just being able to get us in the right right position at the right time and controlling the game. Yeah, not, not everything has to be the perfect play. I mean, you may see a defense out there. You may have a run call and the box may be stacked. Oh, I got to get us into this perfect pass play. Sometimes, you know, just go ahead and ram it down the brick wall a little bit. And, and I'm right there with you when you say – we don't need him to be extravagant. We don't need him to have this performance like he did in Philadelphia where he threw five touchdowns or anything like that. Okay. We don't need none of that. We just need him to be efficient where it counts. So third downs and in the red zone. If we can do that, I think he'll be all right. And look, don't be afraid to run. Like, I mean, <laughs> like if it's third and two, things are packed up there. Don't think you got to make this miraculous throw where you got to fit it in a super tight window. Go ahead and use your legs. Go ahead and scramble a little bit. Get the first down, slide, and live on to the next play. Not everything has to be a home run. And I think if he takes that type of approach, I think they'll be just fine. Love it. Love it. Can I add one more on to what you guys have both said? Don't be afraid to punt. You've got a Pro Bowl punter here. No need to try and test anything. You know, if it's not there, fine. Punt it away. Flip the field position. Mm -hmm. Get this thing in the fourth quarter. And don't turn the ball over. Hold on. You talking about that? Or are you talking about Coach Fossil? <laughs> don't be afraid to punt. <laughs> oh, Dak, oh, don't be afraid to get us to get the punt team out there. We have no idea what's going to happen once they're out there. But yeah, get, uh, yes, Dak, please, field position game because, like I said, we, we have faith. And we got a Dak weapon win. at the punter. Yeah. He's a pro bowl. That's what I say. Do not this be afraid yeah. this guy can to put, punt. Yeah. He can flip the field easily. Yeah, but th this is what happens when you're used to depending on your offense and then you become a, a team that, that, that can depend on the defense. You're not used to playing that field position mm -hmm. game. You're, like, you're really trying to hold on to make sure your defense is not giving up too many points. And at this point, you can pin the, uh, the, the other offense down there inside the 10 and to depend on your defense to get you a stop mm -hmm. or at least hold them to a field goal. Uh, that, that, is, that is something that has also been a 180 with this team as well. Thanks to my man, DQ, which we hope you stay, DQ. We hope you stay. You and Joe Witt. Um, interesting. We got NFL Network over here and uh, talking to Tom Brady. Who would you give your MVP vote to if you had one? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think I have to give it to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the guy's only had, what, four interceptions this year? I mean, he's extremely efficient. And the guy can find the ways to get the ball to his get best players out there. And when you got the number one record in the NFC, you're playing that efficient. I just don't see how you cannot. Have. Tom's well, got great numbers. He does. Yeah, I'm saying. Well, he, 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 listen, my thing. I go back to that game. Aaron Rodgers was missing almost everybody. 
So on the first game? It it found a way to get that win. Tom Brady does it, but when you're watching a guy who is back-to-back number one seeds in the NFC, he didn't even have to play last week. He takes care of the ball. He finds a way to get everybody involved on the squad. And how your team looks when you don't have Aaron Rodgers – He's the MVP. Now, I can see how Aaron Rodgers wouldn't win it, you know, because I can see, you know, the voters saying, oh, he didn't, you know, do the vaccine or anything like that. Or I can see them in the storyline with Brady's 44 years old. He's still putting up these miraculous numbers. I can see where he doesn't get it. But if I had a vote, got to go with Aaron Rodgers. No one sees in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They have Most the best record in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> four turnovers? The yeah, whole I mean, year. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean – yeah, I, I'm going with A-Rod. Tom Brady has been playing great. There's been a lot of great play from a lot of good quarterbacks this season. Aaron Rodgers is, is at the top of that one for mm-hmm. me. It's interesting because I just, you know, checking and looking at Tom's numbers, wow, this guy's had a heck of a season. This is an MVP season most years. Mm-hmm. But wow. Aaron at 44. Rod- yeah, 44. Jeez. But Aaron Rodgers is just different. You, you, uh, the age should not be played in, like put into this. So, like, That's what I'm saying. How you look out there on the field? They both look well, good, but Aaron Rodgers, like you said, has always, always been Aaron Rodgers. But the dude just does some stuff that nobody else can do, I mean, and that's including Patrick Mahomes. Like yeah. the, the moment that they started comparing him to Patrick Mahomes, that's when Aaron Rodgers started going crazy. He's again. like, "Oh, y'all think <laughs> y'all think I just got to this dude's level? Yeah. Nah, he's just not working his yeah. way up to me." Yeah. I mean, when the guy's out there, it looks like he's playing seven on seven, and that's not necessarily because he has the greatest offensive line out there. He just knows where he's going with the football, and yeah. you, you can't confuse this guy. And when you're that accurate, that arm strength combined, get one hell of a quarterback. Hey, look, the market for him after the season is going to be incredible. It's going to be incredible to see exactly what are you willing to offer up for Aaron Rodgers because whatever it takes, I would do it. All you got to do is look at what Tampa Bay got from Tom Brady and then look at what San Francisco has messed up because Tom Brady wanted to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can get Aaron Rodgers to, to go ahead and, and want to go ahead and leave Green Bay – you're, if you are, I mean, I don't care if you're Chicago. You got Justin Fields. I mean, you better get Cleveland, Denver, every, everybody. Indianapolis, everybody. There ain't a team that should. Everybody. Dallas. <laughs> there ain't a team that should. Whoa. <laughs> what do you mean? Whoa. That's Barry Church. Wow. Barry so y'all, Church. Y'all, y'all taking Dak over Aaron Rodgers? Barry Church said that. That's Barry Church. Y'all taking, oh, y'all taking Dak over. You know, right. Hey, y'all can do what y'all want. I'm, I'm, not I'm, I'm saying it. Right? <laughs> if everybody's want to go. And, 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 we'll, and that's how we'll end. I say it. Barry Church. Hey, that boy's the best quarterback in the national Tell everybody where league. they can find you on uh, Twitter. At Barry Church. B-A-R-R-Y Church 42. That's where you can find me. Okay. <laughs> we can discuss this if you like to. Uh, at Danny D-Mac 44 on Twitter. Yes. At Danny McCray 40 on Instagram. And yes, y'all go ahead and y'all let church know how you. Just, Cowboys Nation, y'all let church know how let y'all let feel know. about let it. Let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need my Twitter. Just go ahead. Hit me up. I might have time. I might you not. Take, I might. You, you know. <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow right here on the Players' Lounge. Brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!